0: Hello, and welcome to our so far unnamed podcast about kids and pop culture. Um, My name is Mike, and I'm here with my two daughters. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. I am a high school teacher, uh, and I love movies and video games and reading, especially graphic novels. Taylor?
1: Hi, I'm Taylor, and I'm in fourth grade. I like poop emojis, Mexican food. I love blue and my dog, Luna. Hi, I'm
2: Mackenzie. I'm in sixth grade. I'm a lot like my dad. I do love reading comic books. I'm crazy about dogs. I don't know why. But I also like anything fantasy and magic.
0: Um, So for our first episode here, we thought we better start by explaining what pop culture is. When we talk about pop culture, what does that mean? So I'm going to try to let... Um, Mackenzie and Taylor explain it with their thoughts, and then we'll talk a little bit more about our specific topic for today. So Taylor, what does pop culture mean to you when you hear that phrase?
1: Well, pop culture to me is like video games or Nintendo games, like traditions and things people designed or created.
0: Okay. And what do you think the pop stands for in pop culture? Well... Kenzie, you got any thoughts?
1: I think it means
2: popular culture. Right. And while I agree with her, I think it can also be written or drawn forms. Any type of art that people share within their community is pop culture.
0: Right. And when we talk about culture, Taylor, what is what is culture? If you take away the popular part, what's culture mean?
1: Culture is like traditions you do with your family or your country. Like traditions. Right. So like our family always goes camping.
0: Right. So there can be lots of cultures, right? One person can be a part of a lot of different Mm -hmm. cultures. So you're a good example. We are campers, and camping has its own culture. So what sorts of things do we always do when we go camping?
1: Well, we usually go Halloween camping, and we all do choose like a family costume. Yeah, okay.
0: And they go for me. So the idea is that culture has a lot of different meanings from one place to another, but it always means things that are shared by groups of people, right? And Mm -hmm. Taylor, I like that you said... It can be an entire country has its own culture. There's American culture, there's Mexican culture, there's British culture, and they all share things in common, right? But then they also overlap, and you can be a lot of part of a lot of little cultures. You guys probably both have cultures at your schools too, right? Have you ever talked about school culture, your teachers or your principal? Uh, I don't
1: think so. No? Yeah, but I have a question about it. Would Chinese New Year count as a culture?
0: That would be a part of Chinese culture, absolutely, yeah. Have some of your friends explain that to you, or have you read about it?
1: Actually, no, I've just heard about Chinese New Year, I think it sounds really cool.
0: Yeah, it does sound really cool. They have some beautiful festivities, just like Americans do on American New Year, yeah? I actually
1: learned about their lanterns, like they make stuff out of wires, and then they put lights in it.
0: Cool.
2: I actually do have an example. At my school, our teachers give out Mustang money to promote being kind, and not... Having anything to do with getting your schoolwork done, just being kind in itself.
0: Right. Trying to build a school culture of kindness, right? Yeah. So culture is all these different things. But what we want to talk about on this podcast the most, I think, is the idea of all of the types of art that go into popular culture. So when we talk about popular culture, I think Taylor mentioned, there's video games. There's things people make. There's books. When we say things people make, like if you have any figurines in your room or even toys... Those are part of popular culture, like I remember toys from when I was a little kid, and I am not a little kid anymore, I'm an old person, but I still remember the toys from when I was a kid, because those were pop culture when I was a kid, and some older people still remember their favorite toys, and you guys probably have favorite toys uh, as well, so... What we thought we'd do this week because we want to start kind of brief and easy. So now you know a little bit about what pop culture is and maybe as one activity you could talk to, maybe if you're talking to friends on the phone or if you have brothers or sisters or mom or dad that you could talk to, talk to some ideas of what you think pop culture is. What are some examples of pop culture that you can think of? And we don't know about you guys where you are, but we are also trapped inside right now because of the coronavirus. I mean, we can go outside for walks and stuff. But mostly we're spending a lot of time inside, which means that we're looking for lots of activities that we can do. So we are going to recommend, we're going to each recommend some movies or TV shows that we think you guys might like. They are a part of popular culture in America, but we tried to pick some stuff that maybe is a little bit lesser known. So there's really, really big pop culture stuff that everybody knows about, like maybe Star Wars or the Mario Brothers Or uh, Harry Potter, we're going to try to recommend some movies and TV shows that are a little bit less common. And believe me, everybody sitting around this microphone knows those three that I just mentioned. But we're going to try to name some ones that maybe you haven't heard of that you could go check out. So for today, we're going to do movies. But then in future episodes, we are hoping to explore all kinds of different stuff. We'll talk about everything from books to graphic novels to music to video games. We'll try to have a theme every time we check in with you guys. And then we'll give Use something you can follow up with and check out for yourself. And hopefully something that you can have your own pop culture conversation with somebody about. So we're going to start with this. Uh, I'm going to let Taylor and Mackenzie each name three movies or TV shows they think you should check out. And then I'm going to give you one more. And then we'll have one final thing before we're done. Taylor, you want to give your three recommendations?
1: My three recommendations are... My first one is Venoms and Broomsticks. Um, I liked it because of all the details and the action. My second movie is she the old version.
0: Which is more of a TV show.
1: Yeah, it's like very, very long. long shows. And my third one is Cowboy's Moving Castle. It has a lot of beautiful illustrations, and it looks like cartoon characters, but they're really pretty.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so again, her three, well, I'll review them each time, because I know it's hard to keep up with everything on a podcast. So her first one was, oh my gosh, I forgot your first one already. Oh, Bed and Broomsticks which is a classic Disney movie. It has Angela Lansbury, which maybe your parents will recognize that name. It's a mixture of live action and animation. So if you like maybe Mary Poppins, the movie does the same thing. There's some parts that are animated cartoons and some parts that are live action. And it has lovely music and it's a really fun movie about a magical witch. Uh, Her second one was She-Ra, the classic TV show from the 1980s. You might've seen the new She-Ra on Netflix, which is also excellent. But she's recommending the old classic one from the 80s. And if you like her, there's another dude you might like named He-Man, and he has his own show, too. And then her last one was called Howl's Moving Castle, which is a movie by Hayao Miyazaki. It, she's, Taylor's right. It's a beautiful film. It's beautifully illustrated. And it tells a very, very cool story. And, and, go ahead, Mackenzie. And
2: it has a talking fire. And a talking flame our house.
0: named Calcifer. All right, Mackenzie, your three movies.
2: Okay. So, I'm recommending Panyo. Yes. We love that in our house. Yes. It's got a really pretty illustrations at the beginning. It's adorable. I'm also recommending...
0: Panyo is also a film by Hao Miyazaki. Do you guys remember what Panyo is based on? It's based on the same story as a Disney movie. A Disney cartoon. Oh, um, um, Right. It's the Little Mermaid, but told a little bit differently than the one better. that Disney made. <laughs> I, I also better. think it's better. We like the Little Mermaid, but this is a really cool telling of that story.
1: Wait, I don't like the Little Mermaid that much. Okay, well,
0: two of the three of us like them both. Taylor just likes Ponyo. All right, Mackenzie, your other two.
1: Okay, so we really
2: like the Kubo and the Two Strings. It's beautiful got some beautiful, movie. yeah, beautiful animations.
0: Yeah. It's a good movie, and it's worth checking out, I think, specifically for that reason. It'll stretch your imagination a little bit, um, and maybe stretch your understanding of how stories are told, too. Okay, what's your third one?
2: For a little bit older kids, there's Mystery Science Theater. It takes older movies, typically black and white horror movies or action movies that just weren't made the best, with the best special effects, and these people, they make fun
0: of it. Well, one person and two robots.
2: <laughs> one person and two robots. So yeah, and you a have, bunch of you might want to watch
0: this one with your parents, because a lot of the jokes might not make sense. But Taylor likes it. She's in fourth grade.
1: Maybe. maybe. Sometimes.
0: Maybe. Mackenzie loves it, and she's in sixth grade. And it's been around since I was in high school, and I've always liked it. So yeah, if you're part of the older crowd, Mystery Science Theater would definitely be something worth checking out. Okay. Or dollar.
1: So, Doesn't matter. Right. You Just can give it a it. shot.
0: Um, And my one more recommendation is Iron Giant, which is an animated movie from, I want to say the late 90s, but I didn't do my homework and check it out, parents. Um, But it's an animated movie about this uh, iron creature that all of a sudden uh, appears in the woods outside this little boy's house, and it takes place during the McCarthy era of the Cold War uh, in American history, and that all plays into the plot as little boy befriends this robot. Uh, and he has ideas about what the robot should be in terms of being a good human being, and the government has other ideas. It's a it's a very maturely told story that will absolutely appeal to kids of all ages. Now I'm starting to sound like the back of the DVD case. But it will appeal to your kids no matter what their age is. But for adults, it's just a really rewarding movie to watch, too. Beautiful movie directed by Brad Bird, I believe, who has done work on everything from Simpsons to Pixar movies. Just a little quiet gem that was uh, kind of underseen. All right. So there's a whole bunch of stuff for you to watch if you are stuck at home like we are for most of your days right now, which brings me to our last question. We're going to always try to end the show with a question that you guys, again, find somebody to talk to, explore, think outside the box, use your imagination, talk to your parents, talk to your friends. Whoever you can get a hold of or maybe just write down your answer. Eventually, we might even put together an email or some other website where you can send us your thoughts. But for now, we just want you to talk to somebody about popular culture. So here's how we're going to do this is my two little friends here, Mackenzie and Taylor, don't know what question I'm going to ask. So uh, they're going to hear it for the first time, too, and take a crack at some answers. But then they're going to think about it a little bit more before next episode. And you guys will have a chance to think about it and share some thoughts. And then we'll all come back together and start our next episode with more thoughts about the question so my question for the end of episode one here is actually about the coronavirus so with the coronavirus in america at least it's meant that a lot of people have been asked to stay at home in their houses to stay inside to stay safe uh, and to try to stay away from other people so here's my question can you think of any popular culture that kind of mirrors the situation that we are in right now. Can you think of any movies or books or TV shows or video games where characters either have to stay isolated away from other people or where there aren't any other people around them or where for some reason they have to stay inside for a long time? Kenzie, it looks like you've got one idea. Go ahead.
2: Yes, we're reading this book called Absence of Sparrows. And basically something happens and a bunch of people are turned to glass. And people stay in their houses because no one knows what's going on
1: or how to stop it.
0: So. All right. There you go. Isolated because of something menacing the outside, eh?
1: And I have no particular clue.
0: <laughs> Taylor's going to have to think about this one. It's a hard question, but this is why I'm starting with this question. And we'll we'll end on this note and see you guys next time, hopefully. Um, I'm starting this question because one of the important things about popular culture is that it kind of does two things at once. The... Culture that gets created by artists in a culture, writers and filmmakers and illustrators and people like that, it tends to reflect the culture they live in. So in the next few months, you're probably going to be to see a lot of art that reflects the way people are feeling about coronavirus. Um, but we can also find reality inside of art. In other words, when we look at fictional things or things that are made up by people's imaginations, we can also use that to understand our own world. So a lot of times the question I'm going to ask at the end of one of our uh, podcasts is to think about either how art maybe helps us think about life or how life ends up getting put into art. So for next time, you guys are trying to think of books, movies, video games, anything you've watched or read or seen or listened to where characters are isolated, or they are trying to avoid something out there in the world that is maybe dangerous or a threat to them.
1: I think I have one. All right,
0: Taylor's got one, final thought.
1: In my video game, Plants vs. Zombies, Battle for Neighborville, um, there is a level in it where um, their dummy gets eaten by a monster tree, and you have to rescue it, and all the zombies are staying inside, because they don't want to get undumbed.
0: They <laughs> okay. want to stay dumb. They don't want to dumb. get smart by accident. There you go. That's a really good example. Zombies are another good example. Usually people stay in their house if there's zombies around. Mm-mm. We're lucky we're just dealing with a virus. So, you guys think of some more answers. We'll check in with you next time and revisit this question. And then we'll have a whole new topic for next time and more for you to think about or watch or read. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.